I am Lucas Mack, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack. Thank you for joining me on this episode. I'm so excited to bring an amazing dear sister who I love, Amanda Legrand. She is um, she's someone who I've been following. I've had her on the podcast before, like two, more than two years ago, two and a half years ago. And I started um, following her when she started her journey of her van life um, living where she retrofitted a van and started uh, traveling the country. Since then, we've become good friends. And um, in this episode, we talk about the changes that have happened, how we realized we step into sovereignty, when we realized we stepped into sovereignty, and also what that calling is where all of us who are here to be love and light have always known that we were here for a purpose. So this is a beautiful episode. And dear sister, thank you for joining so everyone, like I just said, um, I'm so excited to bring back Amanda Legrand for the second time on the podcast. It's been a it's been a while since we recorded the first episode. You just, I think you were just at the beginning of the van life journey that you were on, right? Yeah, I feel like I was in my van when we I did think, the interview. Yeah, I think you were. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, what I mean, like we talk about offline on this call, what a wild journey it's been for everyone and you've certainly been on, um, an amazing journey. Um, I don't know, since let's just start with the van journey that you went on. What, you know, for people that may not have listened to the first episode, what was that? What did you do? What was the whole concept? And, um, how was that for you? Mm. So, um, I can actually remember, where I was when we did a, another, the other podcast recording. And so I was in the van, it was at 2020 near the beginning of the year, I think. Yes. Yes. And I was like in Arizona parked outside my grandma's house or something, <laughs> but um, I was inside the van and it was just like an idea at that time of what it would look like. Um, I knew that I wanted to travel solo for a minute after I got divorced, I wanted that to be, or not even I wanted, I knew that would be part of my healing journey mm. was going out. I had this vague idea it would be in a van <laughs> and then I would be riding along the way. Mm. And so then fast forward two years that happened. It's done. Um, it was not at that point in time when you and I talked, but like that summer. So months after. So I think we talked right before COVID, I feel like. Yeah, I think so too. Yep. And so then that all happened and everything went a little sideways. And then I picked up the van thing again in June of that year. So June of 2020, went to Sedona, mm. pulled up to my camp spot, didn't know where I was going to camp, just kind of like was winging it the whole time. Wow. Pulled up and as I had my door open that the side sliding door open watching the sunset i'm like this mm. i feel it 
this is exactly what I came out to do. And it was something that I couldn't understand before I was directly in the experience. Beautiful. But that's what it would be. So then I continued the summer in Sedona in the van. And it was just this magical, everything unfolding at the right time, not really planning anything, but just seeing all the pieces line up. Mm. And I got to experience being in San Diego in the van. And I got to go up to Flagstaff in the van. And every night I'd go to hot yoga. And then I'd have my own solo time riding at night in the van. And it just was that perfect little amount of time mm. that let my heart process through everything and i think i i'm i'm feeling like it, being solitary for a moment i just want to say this out loud mm. being solitary for a moment is so healing and it's so helpful mm. because what, when i was yeah. yeah well i was thinking of how i was out in the desert and i really had nothing else beside myself like my own little routine. Mm. I'd come home to myself. And it's not even like I came home to myself in a house. <laughs> like I came home to myself inside the little van. <laughs> and um, it just gave me that one-on-one -on -one time. Mm. No distractions. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I think I got through a huge core of my healing process doing that. How much of your time was looking, reflecting back and how much of your time was you thinking forward and, and life, what it could be? Do you. Interesting. Yeah. Um, it, what a question. Wow. So it was reflecting back, but not a lot, like enough to process it. Mm -hmm. a lot of it was in the moment it was just coming to terms with like connecting to me and what am I feeling right now mm. and like real-time processing mm. um but I feel like if I were like quantifying that for your question it just really wasn't like a whole lot of reflection besides just like going through it once Got this it. is what happened. Yeah. And then like, how do I feel right now? What is happening right now? And maybe like referencing why I felt the way I felt in mm -hmm. the moment mm -hmm. by looking in the past. Mm -hmm. But a lot of it was real time. Beautiful. And then a little bit into some, like it felt prophetic in a way that I was clearing out space and I could kind of see more clearly what forward could look like. Mm. that's beautiful clearing out space so you could see what for yeah that's um the solitude how much i mean and we'll get into so much more but even i think of driving we have all so many options calling people podcasts music silence like what did it even flow like what was your routine while you were on the road driving mm, specifically driving to different places yeah yeah uh i think in the beginning it was scheduling phone calls trying to be productive mm -hmm. <laughs> this obsession with productivity um while i was driving and then it tapered off and so now when i i, I hardly talk on the phone when i'm driving now it's more either i'm taking something in 
or I'm just in complete silence <laughs> for hours and hours. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. What, so what are some of the things that you have learned even, you know, the van life, but even everything we know, I mean, we, you and I talk about sharing mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. you learned, how the world's changed, who you were, who you are, who you thought you were, who you really are, the strength that you have, the mother earth energy that you bring, like all these <laughs> things that uh, you've uncovered, like, what have you learned through this whole journey? <laughs> Isn't that funny? Because now I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I've learned so much in two years. Yeah. Um, because all of that van stuff, I know we started with it because it's a, it's a point of, you know, that's where we were a couple of years ago, yeah. but it feels so far away. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's, it's, it's barely a memory to me now because so much has happened since then in my own growth with the world. Um, and, and I want to start there again, just to say, like, I think that gave me a really good anchor mm -hmm. um, in myself, because when I went out and when I had that night, as I'm looking in the sunset, I'm like, yeah, this is exactly it. I feel it in my bones. Mm -hmm. That helped solidify the relationship with me mm -hmm. and the relationship with like, I knew it and I didn't know what it would look like yet, but I knew that I knew it. Mm -hmm. And so then from there on, when I knew something, when something popped up in my intuition, but I didn't quite know the details and it didn't quite make sense, but I just knew it. I, I can go back and think, oh, I remember what that feels like. Mm -hmm. And I know that I know. And so like a muscle, it's just like, it, it was like that repetition of flexing my own sovereignty, <laughs> yeah. my own intuitive knowing yeah. and just getting stronger and stronger in the last two years. So I feel like that's been the biggest thing for me because I've had lots of opportunities to tap in and work that muscle. Mm. Um, 2021, I kind of wrapped up the van traveling and I went and I rooted in Nashville for a minute. Um, I knew that I wanted like a place to land. And so that's where, you know, what I called home. And then um, I'm trying to think of what other points to hit. I don't want to dive too far into it. So go ahead and yeah, continue yeah, with questions yeah. and I'll respond. Well, Nashville, let's just use that as a point of reference. It is the music city. It's the music capital of the world. It's um, It's dynamic. There's a lot of energy there. But also you went back and the world was different. Yes. So yes. what was that like? Did you feel like <clears throat> in where you did, like explain that whole journey? Oh, okay. Perfect. And beautiful. Yes. Because here's the thing. Um, and I'm going to be very open and candid. I had a couple of motivations for going back to Nashville. And one, like I mentioned, it was to get some grounding and to rest for a minute because I'd been traveling for the, even before the van life, I'd been nomadic for five years about. And so I just was tired and I wanted to like lay my head down somewhere um, that wasn't moving. <laughs> and Nashville's where I'd been before. So it was a place that had called to me back in like 2012, 2013, went to Nashville, loved it, fell in love with it. 
all the uniqueness and and what it was at that time kind of more of a grassroots feel and growing and everything it's it's different now but I fell in love with all of that and so yeah then I take a van journey and then I come back to Nashville it it was almost like going back in time Mm. but nothing's quite the same it's like part of me hoped for that nostalgic feel of like, remember when it felt this way and I was so excited and yeah. yeah. Um, but the world keeps changing. Yeah. We know that wherever we are. And so, and, and I had changed and I was speaking with somebody uh, a year ago about how I felt like everybody around me, they, they maybe grew a year in the last year, but I felt like I'd grown five or 10 years in the last year. Mm-hmm. So it was hard for me to relate. <laughs> I'm like, do I actually need to be in Nashville? Am I going to find somebody that that gets me, that really gets me while I'm here? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like all of this is outdated almost. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, that's an excellent question because I, I was kind of struggling a little bit with that or just um, it, it was a bit uncomfortable when I was in Nashville the first two, three months. I have yet to finish my book, but I was working on on the book at the time, and I'm like, I don't, I don't even know how to do this while I'm here because I feel foreign. Yeah, yeah. Did you? I mean, I think it's it's everyone that listens to my podcast. I or the majority, I think, are the banner of sovereignty is such a big. Um, banner for them or, or importance but did you there's a lot of pressure for you to submit to the narrative and you never did and did you have the view of yourself prior like when did you realize who you actually are in light of all that because i know i remember when we were talking one time and you were in nashville and there was the pressure and the squeeze and the all the, the just bizarre energies flying around at the time for everyone in the world. But when did you wake up to, wow, I am, I am this grounded, incredibly powerful person. Like when did you wake up or have you woken up to that? Like, but it seems like such an interesting thing. Like when could you, you are so strong. So how did you, when did you realize that? First of all, thank you for the compliment and the acknowledgement. I'm like, oh, wow. Well, thank you. I think you are. I mean, you traveled by yourself in a van. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> we forget things, though. Yeah. Um, uh, in the middle of it, mm. I feel like it's almost similar to that intuition story, how you don't quite know, but you have a feeling. So in the middle of it, I just had that knowing of like, this is bizarre. And no, first of all, <laughs> don't tell me what to do. That's how I always, <laughs> like, yes. that's how I feel yes. in general. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I, I will like kick back immediately when that energy starts flowing. Um, yeah. But secondly, just like seeing kind of a whole picture view like without going into a lot of detail, um, I started seeing the incongruency of like, do this for your health and we'll reward you with really unhealthy yeah. benefits. Right. And I'm just like, like none of it made any sense. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. So in the middle of it, I'm like, what? And, and then it started another trail of thought where I'm like, why did I come back and try to fit myself into a place that I've outgrown? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> e even my way of life, like what I was doing for work, what I, I was trying to like fit into that other narrative mm. that was being laid out for me. And I'm like, wait a second, this was never my story 10 years ago, 20 years ago. And so why am I trying to fit? What am I, what feeling am I trying to, to grab onto and hold on to? And then I realized like, I already have all of that. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. I don't need to search outside of myself or try to fit in with what they're telling me to do because I'm beyond that. Mm -hmm. And I already know what they can't even see. So there was a little bit of that, that feeling last year. And then fast forward a year after I already made the decision and I've, you know, it's a, it's one thing to stand up to people that you work with or, you know, right. as an acquaintance, it's another thing to start standing up to the people closest to you. Yeah. And so doing that, you know, with family and all of that, and fast forwarding a year later, it's, it's not funny, but like, it's a little bit funny <laughs> because I'm just like, again, that, mm -hmm. that strong bond between what I thought that I knew and I know that I know. Yes. Yes. It's, it's just shown itself. And it's not, it's not a, it's not an, I told you so moment either. It's just confirmation. Mm -hmm. I know who I am. You don't need to tell me who I am. Right. Right. Have you, I, I was talking to someone this morning in a coaching call they said, I've always felt different. I always felt like from the very first time I was here to make a big impact. I was here to, I've always known this and they've gone through massive trauma, which is how they got connected to me. Someone referred them to me. And I said, yeah, exactly. Same. And you, have you always felt that? Yeah. Like, like yeah. a huge weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. And then, you know, we ended the call with me telling her, don't use the word weird, it's so interesting that word weird. And so many of the coaching calls I have people say weird a lot, like that's oh, weird yeah. or it's weird. I know it sounds weird and weird. I'm like, whose word is that? Yeah. But it is, we feel like we're like looking around, like we don't belong here. This isn't, this is bizarre. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So when, when did you first, do you remember like being real young? Like when did that first awake <laughs> you? your <laughs> I love your questions. You're really good at, oh, <laughs> at, these, at these deep digging questions. Um, really young. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm now searching in my mind for like an exact age or moment, but I know it was very, very young. First of all, I feel like I've always had tremendous drive and like faith. Like mm, beautiful. If I know something's going to happen, it's going to happen. Like I just, it just something within me, um, and wired that way. But I also, I've always had the feelings. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> Most people around me, like growing up, I, I remember feeling really strange. I'll, I'll, I'll think of other words <laughs> to use. <laughs> I guess it's just like good. your cousin. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. But I remember feeling 
so, you know, the black sheep, like, so yeah. Yeah. why do I, why am I the one that like feels everything so deeply? Right. Why am I the one that can see through all of this BS when I'm like eight, yes. you know? Right. Right. It, but then I'm told when I'm eight to not trust myself. Exactly. Yep. And just, and to stop talking about it or to stop digging or just, you know, just look mm -hmm. away. Mm -hmm. But I knew back then, yeah. you know, I don't, I think I, at one point was having a conversation with my mom and I told her, I know a lot more than you think I know. Yeah. And I'm like elementary school kid. <laughs> That's so funny. I told my mom, I, I haven't, I've never showed this, but I remember being in the car and I was, must've been in second or third grade. And I said, I'm really smart. And, and my mom said, why are you really smart? I said, because of the thoughts that I think. And she turned to me and said, your thoughts don't make you smart. And I was like, okay, <laughs> right. I guess not. But I remember just, I always looked at things differently. I always thought differently, um, which is interesting. I've, so I just got off the call this morning talking to this uh, client about this, that we've always felt different. We've always felt this purpose. Yeah. And I had a half hour between this recording and, and that call. And I was sitting in the kitchen drinking some coffee and I'm like, what? We grew up, you grew up in a form of Christianity. I grew up in Christianity. And what does Christianity say? It's like blanket statement. Everyone's yeah. wrong. And mm -hmm. only few who change in the premise of everyone's wrong into this other world. Mm -hmm. Right. But then I look around, I know many people who have, you know, when, if I say I've always felt this, per I've, I mean, I have always, as far as I can remember, meant like I'm here to really change the world. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm actually the, this planet is not even as big as I actually view, like as far as it goes in every, mm -hmm. um, but then some people I'll talk to and they're like, what are you talking about? Like, I just want to work and have my job and buy my things and sports. And I'm like, right. And it's like, I know that feeling. Is it um in the kitchen? I'm like, well, is religion, is this whole matrix system even necessary? Like those who don't feel that they're not less than or um, made to be wrong, but we're not made to be wrong either. It's just, we go through this experience mm -hmm. who we've chosen to be in this realm. And there's no like convincing coercing, like, Oh, we're all sinners. Y'all need to, it's like, I'm here for an experience and I'm experiencing mm -hmm. it's, a, I don't even know the full articulation of it, but it seems so different than I think people are finally be honest. I've always felt different. I've always, I never fit in. I, yeah. I was voted. It's, I mean, it's so strange not to talk, make this about myself. But no, please do. I never fit in and it never made sense um, because I was also very popular, but I was a musician. I wrote music. I'm very depressed in high school, but I voted best personality because if I had to put that mask on. So I didn't get hurt. So people yeah. thought I was always happy or, or yeah. You know, but I wasn't. It's, like, it's such a strange thing. And to look back on that and then professionally before my healing journey, this is like in 2017, I was working at Microsoft and I called my buddy who also worked at Microsoft 
who I think is the smartest guy in the world. Marshall just love this beautiful soul. Um, and I call him and I'm in a cafeteria and there's probably uh, 300, 400 people in there and they're all professionals. We're all working. And I call him and I start crying and I'm like, I don't belong here. Like I'm not ever, I'm not like everyone. I don't think like everyone, like I don't understand. Like I'm, I used to think I was broken or I wasn't wired. Right. But now I'm like, I'm wired amazingly. <laughs> like yeah. I never yeah. fit into the system. Yeah. So I don't know what you, yeah, you've always felt that. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, the gaslighting intentionally yeah. or unintentionally just gets passed on to us and we start dismissing the gifts and the uniqueness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it starts so young. I, I uh, just so had this experience a couple days ago. My nephew just turned seven. Mm. He's amazing. And he's so outgoing and he's so sweet. And he's got a beautiful singing voice. Like he can match any pitch. And he just started going to school the last few years. And so this, you know, we have all these systems placed on us. Christianity is one. General society, societal norms is another. Education, another. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so he's, you know, filtering into what that is just Mm. within the last few years and my mom and i were talking and it's kind of sad to watch this beautiful bright young boy start trying to fit in yeah and he even started singing something the other day and stopped and i told him you have a beautiful voice and he's like no i don't i'm like but why would you say that who told you that you didn't because you do and that's what's true. And it's just like we are sitting back and watching him lose parts of himself mm. just because we have this yeah. Yeah. system mm-hmm. that as we grow older, we filter through. And, and there are ways around it, but like we all are born into earth. And so we all experience it in some way. Yes. And so, so it happens no matter the degree of what it happens, it happens in you know the perfect beautiful being that we that we come into life as gets shaded and pushed down and you know and then we and then we think we're wrong or broken or right you know not supposed to be here right um but i still have those thoughts every once in a while just like last week or whenever that was Mm. where you slip into that i think if you're far enough away from all the people that understand you Mm -hmm. or maybe far enough away from something that like your soul is connected to that. It's easy to start thinking that way. Yeah. Yeah. The isolationism. Yeah. Just like I'm broken. I'm not on purpose Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when it's like the opposite. Right. It's, It's just because we're trying to fit into something that's that we're beyond not yeah. even like it's not for us. It's just we're we're too big for it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We are, and that's okay to say and and hold space for ourselves to. to um, this morning I was talking about is we. I assume everyone listening to this has dove in into a pool of water. Has dove in into a pool, and when we dive, we know intrinsically that we will come back up for air. Oh. 
But so many things, so I believe that we've chosen this whole existence, that our souls came into every family, every home, every experience, every trauma, everything. And it's this grand dive that we go in and then we're in the water with all this experience to come out and bring forth like the fullness of our breath in this, like, what have I learned in the dive? Mm. And yet there are so many forces that want to keep us in the water, keep us stuck in people. And that's where the panic is happening right now. I think with so many people, it's like when you're saying, you know, when we talked a couple of weeks ago, it's like, there's sometimes it's like, we're all on our own dive. We're all on our own water experience. We're all in our own path. But mm-hmm. sometimes if we don't know that we're also diving with others, it's like, oh, where, am I too deep? Can I make it to the surface? Like, do I need to breathe? And that's mm-hmm. um, in a cool way from a game perspective, overcoming that is the greatest. It's like the last level before you win. <laughs> You know, the, the level <laughs> of the game or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and from a journey perspective, I really see a lot of people working through that right, right now at this time. The world is about to flip. In fact, I don't even, I think it's going to flip so quickly. There are so many different matrixes. This is why it's like you jump from one matrix to the next. I was listening to these people talk the other day and they're talking about star seeds and like these words. (laughs) Yeah, right. Matrix words. They're just one matrix to another, like jump in, like the star seed, even new earth. There's, I mean, I'm just like, I'm so tired of all the words. I just want to be, yeah, want to be with other people that are being and just love one another and be in this presence mm-hmm. of like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh like, cries out of the water with that big beautiful breath like that was incredible let's do it again <laughs> you know like jump yeah. in yeah. Uh, it's just such an interesting time where people are remembering that it's okay that they've always felt different they've always felt mm-hmm. we're powerful mm-hmm. we're so powerful we just withstood <laughs> the greatest energetic, spiritual, materialistic push to get, it doesn't matter if people agree or not agree. It's just to get someone to do something. And some being said, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> no, it feels good. It feels, it feels so good. good. It feels so good. <laughs> I mean, even if they said wear purple and I don't want to wear purple, like you said, if I don't want to do it, I'm not doing it. So it's just like, yeah, yeah. And, and that's the victory. That the is hundred percent. It's almost like that was the power I was always looking for, hoping that I could find. And it's like, finally, I got it. Now I have it. And it's like, what do I do with this? Oh, it's the, it's the whole space. And we all come out of this. We are the healers. We are the we are the we are who we have always known we are yeah we are Mm. and we and and we forget i'm not saying that that you i'm not trying to put it on you that you do i know for me no we forget for sure i forget and it's a continual remembrance of oh yeah and i feel like with each time it gets stronger again with that idea of the practice and Mm. And deeper and then like less time spent forgetting, yeah. more time remembering. And I think maybe that's like the whole heaven on earth thing. It's like yes. when you're in more remembrance or more time remembering than you are 
forgetting. Right. Um, you know, the concept that be, do have, I mean, yeah. you know, we, I think even we talked about that. I've heard more people say, I want to be that for others versus I want to do that for others. And I'm hearing this one little word shift and it's in the right direction. It's like, I want to be someone, someone was asking me like oh, podcasting. I'm like, I'm not a podcaster. I'm not. In fact, I hate all these words. I'm just me <laughs> myself in every way, in every way, shape or form. I'm like I'm the other day. I was like, is there something else that I've not expressed myself in? Like, I'm going to try it. And that's, that's what we all get to re- remember. Like we're just emanating through whatever channels, avenues, experiences that we can. Mm. Uh, and along the way, there's always going to be, I think this is probably the term, the marketer who has already out, outlined a prescribed path to lead us away from our knowing and our journey. And mm-hmm. I'm very sensitive to, sensitive to this lately. It's looking around because my life has not turned out. I love my life and I want to trade it for anything. And also has not turned out yet the way I thought it was going to turn out. <laughs> and I don't know. Anyway, it's just interesting. Like there's all these different um, detours that mm-hmm. they tell us a detour is the fastest alternative route. But usually it's like the other <laughs> and then i have to remember oh don't take the detour um one of our favorite movies or one of my favorite movies and my kids um i'm teaching the love it as well as the movie white christmas i yeah love that movie i'd watch it in the summertime when i was a kid i'd watch it all the time and at the beginning when the general's like to the new general like uh take him take him the shortcut and he's like but sir that was the long way he's like i know that (laughs) the general doesn't know that yet and i think that's so often um can be this journey too Mm -hmm. i'm just yeah but the beingness instead of the doing there's always going to be like a what do you do i hate that question what do you do Mm -hmm. i'd rather ask people like who are you yeah i think a couple a couple months ago or whatever it was, we were catching up and you said something that just makes me giggle. And I love it. <laughs> you were like, I make six figures, like be it like hustle. He's like, or you said, I'm so bored of this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm so bored of this culture. And, you know, I think of that a lot now because it is kind of, um, old game mentality. Yes. Yes. To use your words. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and I do feel like we wake up in a new system every day. I feel like that personally. I feel like every day I wake up now, everything's moving so quickly. It's all completely brand new. Yes. Yes. It's almost like the dream world. It's so thin. Like the veil is so thin between what is a dream and what is reality. And even though right now I can say, yeah, I can feel this and I know we're talking, but it's almost like it's. It's so close. Are we talking in the awakening moment or are we talking in the dream state? Like that's, I feel how thin the veil is. <laughs> um, and it does feel new every, every day is like something new. One thing I was struck by the other day, I want to bring this up. Actually, it was last night. I was struck by this, how subtle the matrix are. I want to, I will use this term, the, the, the narcissistic 
hierarchy of control that we find ourselves standing apart from is so subtle. And I was thinking, what? This is how subtle it is. And sometimes I'm like, man, it's very difficult to fight against it. So the FBI raided Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence because supposedly he had um, top secret documents. That's one of the things. Like, we're going for the top secret documents. But they mm-hmm. released last night, and this is what made me think about this, the subtlety mm. is crazy. They released last night a photo of the documents. That's the irony of it. They, they're they claiming it's top secret, but they broadcast it out that these are the documents we found. And like, it was never, mm. I mean, whether they are or they're not, the, it's the invalidness of this narcissistic gaslighting is like, oh, he shouldn't have those, but here's the documents he shouldn't have. I'm like, why, why are you showing those to us if they're top secret? It's not top secret or whatever. My point is like this system sounds so virtuous and it sounds so good, but the practical application of it is the complete antithesis of what it says. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you said, here's health with some poison. Here's yeah. Maybe they gave Skittles, which Skittles are now banned or whatever, you know, like the world's nuts. The world is nuts. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and I got this visual that kind of gave me chills while you were talking. It's like a movie scene, right? And what's been happening for as long as we know is their, their whole agenda of control that we were almost so like two parallel paths right we were almost underneath that Mm. and then we start to wake up and we start to grow and this top path starts losing control and the way i see it is like in a movie like a fight scene almost or something where everything freezes and you see it all happening at once and it's happening really fast but none of it is happening to you. You're like outside of the situation and the music's going and it's like a crescendo almost, but I just (laughs) see like the power or what is supposed power fading off, Mm. you know, it's like, it like can't even touch us. It never has been able to touch us, but it's been alluding to that and shadowing our gifts and all of that for so long. But Mm. I see it just fading off with this crescendo of music and us like rising above. And it just like, like the easiest thing to flow away, you know, like the wind, it just goes away and it's not even us pushing it away. It just falls away. Right. And then we just rise and nothing, there was no force involved. We just became more and more Mm. of ourselves and had more and more of an understanding of our power, our connection to earth. We are earth. We are connected to each other. Mm. And it just, and I don't know where that came from. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. But I have chills of thinking of that is how it feels right now. That's the speed at which it feels like everything is moving. Yes. Like we don't even need the words anymore to talk about it. It just is. It is. Beautiful. It is. Yes, it is. Um. So when you were sharing that, I saw, and I'll ask you a question about, uh, what tree are you? So I'll give you a second. What type of tree are you? Um, so in Psalm 1, 1 or Psalm 1, it says, uh, blesses the man 
that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And what is the law of the Lord? When they ask Jesus, what's the greatest commandment? Is it love God and love each other? Love, like walk in love, breathe in love. So meditate in, in his law does he meditate day and night. So I'll finish the verse. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in a season that whatsoever he doeth shall prosper, but the wicked are not so. They are like the chaff, which the wind driveth away. Chills. <laughs> That's it. And I feel like, you know, it's so cool. We're entering the age of Aquarius. I actually don't think there's a time is so crazy timelines and time and what year is it i don't even think it's 2022 there is a video that's been circulating that this person found a king james bible from 1813 and in the bible they explain what year it was in 1813 in the hebrew calendar and and so the guy found this family bible and he said well if i add the years from 1813 to now it would put us in 5998 which two more years, then you hit the 6,000 years, which six days of creation day with the Lord's a thousand years, thousand years a day. And then you get the millennial reign of Christ, which would be the day of rest. But the Hebrew calendar, the that the, all my Orthodox family goes off of um, is like five, seven, seven, nine or something like that. So it's almost 200 years off. So mm-hmm. point is like, what year is it? What time is it? What <laughs> thing is it? I don't even know. But we are entering the age of Aquarius and the age of Aquarius is the age of water and water yeah. is life. Why did, why oh. did they say there's life on this planet, but they don't know if there's life on Mars. Can they find water on any other planet? Like water is life. So as you're showing, like, you, I, you know, it's so beautiful. Like it just is, and it's getting moved away. The trees are that are growing are rooted in the water are rooted and it's taken a long time for us to get rooted. And I think I've shared this with you. Like I, there was, I kept talking about this wall of water that I saw something is coming. I felt like it was going to fall. Um, and I said, first comes truth, then comes healing. There has to be truth. And that's the only way we can heal. And I said, there's, I feel like God is because he won't cross anyone's will is waiting to the very last possible smaller than second, whatever that time is, uh, millisecond for those who say, I want to choose the world that was, or I want to, I want to stand for what will be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's so fascinating because like you're saying, they're, they're trying to choose into this world that is going and they don't know what to do. They're like, wait, I thought that, and it's like, it's going away. Mm -hmm. Fascinating right now. And it's fun. And remember, like, I'll never forget. I was like, you have mother earth energy, like tap in. So what tree do you ascribe? Like when you think of a tree, what do you see yourself as? Okay. Get this. I don't know. I love nature. I love plants. I love that, but I'm not studying it. So I don't, I don't know the difference between the different trees. I could just Mm. admire their beauty. Right. But the first thing that popped into my head was oak. Yeah, so maybe you can Good. tell That's me. That's what I was going to tell you. Oak, yeah. I really? Just, mighty oak tree, like, yes. Yeah, that's really cool. That uh, Oak, yeah. So, like what, so properties of an oak tree, I don't even know. I'd have to research. Well, the wood is so strong. Like in, think of like in Texas, there's no oak trees in, in Washington state where we moved from, but being in down here, it seems like in, in the pine and fir trees that we had access to, there was like a bird's nest, maybe 
so long but in these oak trees it's so bad like, there's multiple birds nests there's like massive amounts of life and bug sounds mm-hmm. oh this is wild so there's this host to it and it's it's profound it is funny um wildly mentor trees asked them this question because i go through this p shelby like tree and i'm like what type of tree i asked at the beginning um yeah. without context if you're gonna be a tree what type of tree are you and no one has picked palm tree yet, but it's funny. It's like palm trees. I use this example in the teachings. Like they're so beautiful. Like when I see a palm tree in its right context, in mm-hmm. naturally, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's so beautiful. And palm fronds and and coconuts and tropics. But where it is that? It's by the water. Always by palm trees naturally grow by water. But mm. palm trees are not necessarily functional <laughs> for like anything but the feel the vibe that it gives you so some people rightfully so are palm trees and that's beautiful for they just being around them put you in that right presence and some people are the oak tree to hold space for Mm. and some are the pine and some are the fir and some some are deciduous some are evergreen and i don't think there's a right or wrong i just think it's fascinating when we think like well what type of tree am i and i feel like i'm like an first growth like i don't know this mighty cedar tree like yeah like, people can drive underneath it and still like, like yeah. I, I just see like trees are so cool and spiritually i i grew up in an insane home but one of the contexts of like judging tree huggers that was like a thing like oh tree huggers and living in the pacific northwest there's certainly a lot yeah. of people out in nature yeah but now like i will put my hands on a trunk and it doesn't matter i just and I'll rest my forehead. And I, even right now I can feel like I love trees. And so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love trees. I'm going to say it on the podcast. I love trees. <laughs> <laughs> Brick, are you looking at things and saying you like me? I like lamp. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's so fascinating. And it's all I think has to do with energy and tapped into source. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So I don't know. It's beautiful. Uh, but it's I do beautiful. love your saying the is. It just simply is. Simply. Yeah. I spent so much time in the 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 figuring out. Mm. I think we start spinning our wheels in the figuring out. And it's like, that's actually not it, guys. That's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you want to, if that's fun for you, sure. Yeah. But if it's stressing you out and it's causing you to separate from who you really are, then you're just being distracted and being out of your power. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, so I would get obsessed with the figuring out. And even like I've had so many transitions right now, you know, all I can say is I am here. That's it. I'm here. But I've been obsessed previously with like, well, where am I going next? And what does this look like? And when do I... And it's like that none of that means anything. No. And it's all and really, are you even asking that for yourself, even though you're the one asking, are you asking that to give an answer for someone else who would ask? Right? Yeah, who who like who cares? (laughs) Who cares, right? I'm here. Like I'm alive and I'm having fun. Yeah. It's almost like we're trying to figure this out to give an answer for someone else who's asking, and their life or acceptance means nothing. 
Yes. Right. And that, and that's so 10 years ago too. getting yeah. together with family members and them asking your plans and all that, and that being a stress, mm-hmm. you know, years ago, I feel like I'm so like far away from that idea, but I know that people still face that where they have to go tell their relatives what they're doing or whatever it might be, because we have so many image based rituals. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, that where was I going with that? That it's just here. Yeah. 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 That it's like, ask them, why do they ask? Well, why don't you have a better question? <laughs> like, like yeah, you know, point. it doesn't have to be good that point. combative. <laughs> just if, if you want it to be, it's kind of <laughs> um, energy in, but that's so, um, yeah. Why? I mean, we are conditioned. Um, the second question that we're conditioned to ask people after we exchange names is what do you do? Yeah. Such a demeaning. It's like, yeah. what do you do for whom? Yeah. Myself, for my boss. Like, I hate doing things for. I mean, it's such a strange question. What do you yeah. do? Yeah, and it's all conditioned to keep us oh, small. Let yes. let me fit into a box that yes. makes sense to you. Yes. Yes. No. Man, it's so fascinating. Um, your book. You're yeah. writing, you're writing right now. You're back in writing and <laughs> presence. Tell me about sure. this. Book. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, sh- I, I am. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's been a fun process that's been put on hold and picked back up and put on hold again. And mm. I'm at the point where I'm not making any of it mean anything or be wrong or, mm you know, unnecessary pressure, but it, it has been until now the journey of my healing post-divorce because Mm. of the sentiment of like feeling like I'm waking up in a new reality every day. Mm. Part of me is torn because I'm like, that is so ancient news. Mm. Do I even need to be talking about it? Part of me says yes. Because just because I'm at a certain place, like we're all at different places, it could yeah. be effective and yeah. supportive for somebody else. Yeah. Part of me, like, it's like a snooze fest because I'm like, I don't even struggle with any of that anymore. Mm-hmm. But again, like, why would I write a book? I, I, I already know what happened. I don't need to really write it for me. So if I am going to write it for other people, like, go ahead, like I get to finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's probably 75%. Beautiful. Um, and it actually is, now that I say all of that, I'm going to contradict myself. <laughs> it is really amazing and wonderful to read what I wrote previously mm. and, to, and to teach and coach myself mm. from my own mouth, you know, like yeah, my own yeah. prior self is, is, time traveling, teaching me things because there are things that I was saying in 2020, like, I just want this. I can't wait for me. And then I lived it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so one, like, wow, we're so powerful. Anything that we, that comes out of our mouths is and can be if we believe it. Right. Um, But all of that pain and all of that hurt and all of that, not to minimize any of it, but it passes. Yes. Yes. And there is so much fruit on the other side. Like who I am. I remember making posts on Instagram back in like mm-hmm. 
2017 thinking, man, I'm going to be so badass once I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and life hands us new struggles, but I can look at myself now and think, yeah, <laughs> Amanda now compared to like Amanda then. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel pretty proud and um, centered and, and thankful that I made it to the other side. Mm. And you have, you really have, you really have. Thank you. you really have. You're, sis, you're so awesome. I, I just think you're awesome. You know that. You know that. <laughs> There's a word for you to um, have, but the the journey, the strength, all these things. It's cool that how even we got connected. I don't even really remember exactly the first initial like connection, but similar like emotional intelligence training and people and content and things and all these. But yeah. to really find, I think what's cool to to observe your journey that feels parallel with mine is we found ourselves, not the thing, not the the next. You know, I I forever <clears throat> I will share like because I was doing a lot of keynote speaking, a lot of motivational speaking, I, you know, I'd hear like the next Tony Robbins, like, yeah, I could be the next, like, I don't want to be the next anything. I'm just me. And I want to be yeah. of myself. I don't want to fit in any, no, I, yeah. I think I'm watching you too. It's just been really beautiful for you to come into, you are here to share your journey and it's really beautiful. So thanks for, mm. thanks for coming on and hanging with me and doing this. This is fun. <laughs> Thank you for the reassurance. I think that's been the biggest thing in the whole, it's, it's almost like there, there are big obstacles and smaller obstacles and they're all teaching the same thing. Yeah. Come back home to yourself, come back home to yourself. And um, so reclaiming parts of myself throughout the journey has been so fun. And mm. um, yeah, there's something else I was going to say, but now I don't know. <sighs> coming into your own, not fitting enough yeah. thing, like another. Yeah. Like all those aspirations just, yeah. they do just fall away and you're like, well, it's just being me yeah. is enough. Yes. Yes. And I want to do some really cool shit too, but being me. <laughs> yes. You're going to do it because that's you're enough. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. Um, how can, people find you follow you connect with you you you're a person to first of all everyone mandy writes well you go by mandy's memos but like uh, mandy yeah all, yeah uh, write such beautiful words and sentiment and so where can people find you <laughs> thank you that's sweet i'm giggling at the idea of how we follow each other <laughs> oh yeah that's true um but yes i love it um I, so yeah, my Instagram right now is Mandy's memos. Um, that's it. I'm revamping my website. Just come find me on Instagram, hang out. Sometimes I post, sometimes I go through a while not posting, but I'm learning the whole time and, and I'm sharing, even though sometimes I don't want to share. Um, mm, yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah. But I think that's a human part of it. Like I'll come back and reground and yeah 
yeah. So, and then hopefully, you know, within a year, get a book out, mm-hmm. start being external and expressive with yes. more pieces of me. Yes. I think that's really beautiful. I'm excited for you to do that. And I'm going to hold space for you to do that. So you can, so I can read it too. I think, um, yeah, having, it's okay to time travel. It's okay to not, you know, like you're, cause I'm working on this book that I wrote and I'm going to come out with it. Um, and I paused because it triggered the editor that I sent it to massively. I mean, I was like, what is happening? <laughs> and it's oh, wow. like, if someone believes the complete opposite thing of what I'm saying. Um, so I put it on pause for a while and I shelved it, but I really think this is what I'm here to say. Like, I feel like I'm maturing into, I've been asking mm-hmm. like, God, like, what am I really here to say? I talk about a lot of stuff, healing, vulnerability, sovereignty, all these things, but it's like, there's some maturing of what yep. I'm here to, to lead into. And I feel like this is what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. You have to yeah. grow into it. Yes. 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 It's, it's there and you have to. Yeah enhance into the full capacity of it right right i love that i I hope i hope to that you're leading a retreat soon and i hope to Mm. be able to be there and that'd be amazing Mm -hmm. you will we will we'll do it (laughs) it. um i will put your um i'll put your handle in the show notes so everyone go uh follow mandy's memos and sis thank you i love you thanks for coming on and uh, everyone thank you yes thank you lucas well, I love that conversation. Amanda, thank you again. I will put uh, her contact information, um, her Instagram ham- handle in the show notes. But I would also ask you guys the same question. What type of tree are you? And also know it's possible to change what type of tree you are. Sometimes it's up to us to uproot that which we've been planted in so that we can make a change and adjust the terrain. Um, are we planted by the rivers? where there's constant water flow? Are we planted in a garden where we're relying on a sprinkler system to give us water? Um, That's up to you, but you and I, we get to change, we get to choose, we get to adjust because we are free, which is what the shirt I'm wearing right now says live free. I bless you all. Thank you for joining. Make sure you like, subscribe, share this podcast, follow along the journey. You are not alone. That is such an important knowing during this time, you are not alone. We are all walking this journey together. And I love you all. I bless you all. I'm Lucas Mack. This is the Golden Rule Revolution, and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com. <music>